Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Good day to all of you, our loyal followers, and those of you who are following us for the first time. It is my pleasure to welcome you to another edition of Money Radio on Leadership Podcast. And this is the national economy segment of the program. Money Radio comes to you weekday, 2 p.m. Nigeria time to 2.30 p.m. The topic we are discussing today is how Nigeria can curb crude oil production deficit. Crude oil production deficit. How Nigeria can curb that. And um, in the studio to discuss that with me is so you're welcome to the program today. Thank you. And I'm your host, Case Hammer. So this program, how Nigeria can curb crude oil production deficit. The topic is an appropriate one because Nigeria is losing so much. And we'll put that into perspective as we go into the program. But um, the trust is this. Nigeria being a member of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, plus Russia, Kazakhstan, OPEC plus, Nigeria has a daily output target. Yes. And each country that is a member of that organization or that cartel has its own quota or is given quota and the reason they give this quota is because they don't want uh, to flood the market with uh, crude oil so that the, uh, the product doesn't go uh, too expensive or too cheap. too cheap yes so it's a way of monitoring the price or determining the price of crude oil on the international market. And so Nigeria's crude oil quota for the day currently is around 1.614 million barrels. However, Nigeria has over the past several months failed to meet that quota. And that is what we want to discuss. Why Nigeria has failed to meet that quota Nigeria has been producing, as, uh, take for example, the month of December, Nigeria produced less than 1.2 million, leaving a deficit of more than 400,000. If you put that into perspective, or if you put that into monetary uh, value, you have something like 400,000 times, for example, the current price of crude oil. The current price of crude oil is around 19 as of Yesterday, uh, the price of crude oil, according to uh, National Economy data on page two, is just around $90. So if you multiply that $90 by 400,000, you're getting up to a billion plus. Yes, and if that is not uh, caught, we'll be having more than a billion that is actually lost to crude oil production deficit. That is why we are discussing. Instead, I have talked too much. The floor is yours. Why are we going through this problem? 
Um, the country has been experiencing this, like you pointed out, for a, a long time now. And um, part of this um, deficit that it, uh, in the country suffers stems from the fact that um, the big monster-headed um, issue of crude oil theft, you know, by the time the um, pipelines are vandalized, as um, uh, many of the, uh, as a lot of crude oil theft takes place, a lot of the oil that is um, is brought up is lost and is not accounted for in the end, in the overall um, output that is computed at the end of the day. And also, um, we see this happening much, much more um, because of um, oil, all the oil rigs, all the oil wells not um, producing up to capacity. India has um, the capacity to produce 2.2 million barrels per day, but it hasn't even come near anything close to it in, in recent um, years. And um, this we also uh, see it's as a result of lack of um, investment, enough investment going into this weeks, these oil wells to keep them productive year round. And uh, so as you're analyzing this issue, it uh, puts a kind of fear in me as to how Nigeria intends to fund the current budget because, uh, uh, if my memory serves me right, uh, the budget is predicated on daily production of 1.8 million barrels a day yes 1.88 million barrels per day and um we saw we saw that also uh, it's just for 2022 is 1.88 million barrels in 2021 we had 1.86 and um throughout last year you can say that nigeria nigeria's output was an average of it was not even up to 1.4 on the average and um, even while the uh, cost of uh, crude oil per barrel was going up Nigeria was not able to um, maximize that increase in the price of crude oil because of its shortfall the side deficit in production output and then um, it, it left a lot of room for, for borrowing to fund the project deficit and um, right now, even as the price of crude oil um, is um, going higher and higher by the day, we've seen 90 and there are um, forecasts of it going far beyond that. Uh, Nigeria is still not able to, to um, harness this uh, improvement in the price of crude. And um, of course, that is very worrisome because it, it, it means that um, the country will still have to fall back on borrowing, increasing the uh, the, the, the nation's um, debt bill so, yeah. to fund the project. You know, uh, there is a positive side of that uh, of that scenario, uh, but uh, the positive side is that 
you know, the benchmark for crude oil, uh, benchmark for uh, the price of crude oil yes. is around 60, $62. And so since the price of oil now has gone to six ninety, that means at least that uh, deficit uh, is made up for, uh, by the price. The price makes up for that deficit, albeit to some extent. But that is a missed opportunity because if uh, we have a benchmark of $62 and you have price of crude oil at $90 and then you have uh, the uh, uh, production mm. uh, at uh, uh, we meet the target of production, mm. that is a windfall yes. and that is something you can use to uh, other uh, critical sectors of the economy, including uh, the much needed infrastructure that we always talk about, yeah. infrastructure in the form of uh, roads, rail, electricity, yeah. and other social projects. But that is, a, this will be a missed opportunity. Yes. How many missed opportunities must we experience? In, um, in fact, you, you pointed that out that um, uh, a plus that that could be a plus but i tell you that we, we, we nigeria has not um, experienced that as a plus in our current uh, the way things are currently run because you seem to have forgotten the issue of fuel subsidy which has always um robbed the country of any extra um income that could have accrued from uh, increase in oil in crude oil price because the more um, price of crude oil goes up, the higher the cost of importing um, petrol for local consumption. That is serious, and uh, we were awakened to uh, some people say root shock, uh, but I know that it's not a root shock to you. Uh, it's something that you you say that I'm talking about or I'm talking to. I know it's not a root shopping because when it comes to the issue of um, subsidy removal, you are one of those who I suspect who doesn't want uh, the uh, subsidy to be removed uh, uh, so that we'll continue to enjoy the low price. Uh, <laughs> I mean, few. I am one of those two. Uh, I don't want it to be increased because things are hard. Things are hard. Come and deny now. <laughs> I'm not denying it. I'm not going to deny it. it um, in as much as um, we would want to see crude oil, um, petroleum subsidy removed um, because of the lost opportunities, like yes. you pointed out, yes. the money goes into funding um, subsidy, subsidy, which can be channeled into other so many other areas that need urgent attention, like health, like um, um, roads. Yeah. Like a whole lot of areas need finances that will help um, boost the economy when they are all done. But this money keeps going into payment for consumption of, of petrol by Nigerians. And um, uh, while it will be very, very um, good for that subsidy to be done away with, the 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 the, the, the Authorities have not yet put in place the mechanisms that will ensure that once the fuel subsidy is um, eventually removed, that the masses can still 
breathe and stay alive exactly exactly so <laughs> so removing first subsidy as it is is like just pulling the news completely yeah, on yeah. the masses yes, so and of course, uh, that, may be, uh, that, that, that could actually be social backlash of course i think those people who sat down and decided look well, let's uh, shelve this issue of social subsidy removal they must have uh, gone into deep thought because it would have actually caused uh, some kind of social backlash uh, uh, there's no doubt in the fact that it would have caused social backlash there's much more we can discuss on this, or we are going to discuss on this. Uh, let's take it with us. We'll take a short break, listeners, and we'll come back. We'll talk more about how production deficit is impacting on the Nigerian economy. Stay tuned. Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Welcome back, viewers. You are still on to Money Radio and Leadership Podcast. And this is the National Economy segment of the program. We have been discussing the issue of reducing product, crude, oil, crude oil production deficit. And uh, to discuss that in the studio has been Mr. Antonio Uko and I've been your host, Keith Hammond. So, so we're talking about um, the impact of not meeting up for uh, the country's quota, mm -hmm. uh, uh, not the country's quota, uh, OPEC's quota, OPEC's quota yeah. for the country, for the country. and uh, how is affecting uh, revenue mm -hmm. for Nigeria. So, you mentioned the fact that we need enough money at least to meet up with some of uh, the country's uh, infrastructure deficit. Now, with this trend going on, it will seem like government's hands are tied behind because this thing continues to go on. Just uh, the other day, it will seem like the governor of River State actually took an action that seems to have at least given or pass a message to the criminals. Uh, Governor Wicked, Nils of Wicked, uh, he's the one who did a little clamp down. Interestingly, some of those people who are supposed to be enforcing the clamp down on uh, criminals are actually part of the business because we saw that there was a DPO who owns oil, uh, illegal, illegal refinery. Yes. And, uh, and said he produced uh, up to 30,000, or one of them said he produced up to 30,000 uh, liters of uh, fuel a day. Imagine 30,000, maybe if you sell it at uh, 100, uh, that is something, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a huge income, daily income. Yes. And uh, it's and, 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 and the crude is gotten from the, the tech. Yeah, he's not going to, uh, yeah, to, to drill it. To drill it's something he just... Or to buy it from the international market. It's gotten from uh, amongst the um, crude tech yes. that, that, that we're talking about. That is contributing to, to the production deficit. Now, before we get to other issues, this thing is actually affecting the country at large. When we say the country at large, because when it comes to crude oil theft, we see that some 
uh, international oil companies, IOCs, have actually gotten wary about the issue and have started divesting their interests in the uh, or, or, uh, in the, the upstream sector of the, uh, the oil industry. We see also that some of them have started moving offshore, and it's all because they want to avoid crude oil theft. That also, no doubt, discourages investment. Yes, and all of that is actually telling on the larger economy because that is loss of revenue in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, like you mentioned, many of the oil um, majors, the uh, international oil companies, they've been investing from onshore uh, crude production, um, preferring to remain offshore where they have little or no um, uh, relation with the communities. Uh, and then having, like you said, um, having their operations open to to attack by these vandals who um, uh, vandalize their operations and then beat to steal oil, crude oil, and the rest. So while this is um, for them, they are they are trying to avoid uh, operational challenges. But for Nigeria, it's a huge loss of revenue and crude at the same time. And you know. Um, because of the vast investment that is required to keep these oil wells in operation, uh, the, the, what should be done is to um, give them out back again so that production can continue and that the um, Nigerian upstream petroleum regulator has been doing to give out the marginal fees this time, more or less to indigenous companies. But of course, like um, we mentioned, the issue of um, the, the vast investment, the huge investment that is required. Some have been given out, but others are yet there. But do these local investors have the capacity to? mass production that's on the one side on the other end do they have the capacity to avoid spillages because the uh, IOCs have failed to avoid spillages uh, which have uh, degraded the environment do these local investors potential investors have the capacity that's what um, um, we, we've seen a lot of spillages over the years. And like what happened last year in um, November, that an oil well affected by one of the indigenous, but one of the, uh, the top indigenous companies in Nigeria got um, uh, busted. And it took close to one month to get it contained. Mm. In fact, they had to bring in um, international experts to come in um, before they were able to, to, to get the spill under control. So 
these are um, issues that we're having when um, you know the the, the indigenous um, oil uh, companies they would have they would have to work closely with international partners. So it, it's more like giving it to an indigenous company and then getting them to look for funding funding partners from outside to um, partner with you know to keep it keep the operations going so it still goes back down to what we are talking about the investment that is required and then on the other hand when it is not when the field is not being um, uh, is not giving out it goes into the custody of NN NNPC and if we look at uh, the trend we've been seeing, where NNP still owes for its own portion of um, funding of um, joint venture operations with the other IOCs. Um, your good is as, as good as mine. What your, your guess is as good as mine. What will happen when this um, oil wells go into the hand of NNP? It means that NNPC will still be looking for um, funding from outside to keep this um, operations going and of course that boils comes down to impacting unfavorably with the um, bottom line output at the end of the day now let's look at uh, another angle of this uh, development oil companies losing to oil theft that is what we do, the amount of work we put into mining this oil is being lost. That is lost energy on the part of the oil companies. But now, look at it from the other angle. And uh, this is the angle that affects corporates. What we mentioned that in the month of December, for example, more than billion dollars was lost production deficit if it was because of that deficit nigeria would have produced more yeah. and likely would have more revenue mm -hmm. now how much is to be frank the sharing formula between the oil companies that is the international oil companies and the nigerian government is 65 to 35 the oil companies take 65, the Nigerian government takes 35. So, what is actually lost in real terms? Take, for example, the month of December. What was lost by the government or on the part of the government? What was lost is like $350 million. What was lost on the part of the international oil companies is $650 million. But that is huge if you take into consideration that that amount 350 million could have taken maybe the project uh, ongoing between Kaduna and Kano that rail they would have taken that rail to a good extent if not to finish it up mm -hmm. we're talking about revenue to the second tier uh, to the second tier and third tier of government that is the state and the local the government, government, which are actually staffed right now, mm -hmm. and they are actually uh, 
defaulting on salary payment yeah. and there of course we will talk about we'll talk about infrastructure mm. let's not go there before because they have huge infrastructure deficit but this thing happens month on month that is a huge problem it's a huge problem and uh, the country can't go on in this uh, direction what can be done it's the security apparatus of the country that's stretched. How can technology come in? How can technology be used to bring uh, to curb this uh, menace? Because it's actually a menace. Yeah, it is. Um, I know that um, technology can play a huge role. Um, however, I'm not the expert yeah. in, in, in this field. But um, the onus is on uh, um, security personnel to the anti in terms of uh, ensuring um, better pro uh, protection of the of this oil facilities knowing what is at stake here that um, a lot a huge lot is at stake when oil um, is lost when um, uh, Nigeria does not end up getting what um the crude that is uh, explored at the end of the day so that is um left for the security personnel the um, authorities involved to put all hands on deck and then put every um everything that needs to be put into it to ensure that the issue of oil theft is um is reduced to the barest uh, minimum um in addition to that, the issue of um, increasing the oil um, production wells is also there. So it boils down to having um, a lot of the wells, oil wells, opened up for, for them to um, operate more. I know that a lot of these wells were shut down during the COVID period. It's time that those wells were reopened and um, production increased. So that with this one now that the budget uh, is inched on a um, 1.88 million barrels, if, we are, if, if the production overs around 1.2, then it's just it's a huge deficit. That is something in the neighborhood of 1.6 something. I know about 600,000. 600, deficit. Deficit. Something needs to be done. Yeah. So that's how we want to draw a curtain of today's morning radio. Uh, it's been nice having you again. We always appreciate your analysis. Thanks to you, our producers. Uh, we say a big thank you more to you, our listeners, to those of you who follow us out there, it's a pleasure always having you. It's because of you we are here. Money Radio brings you analysis of things happening in the economy on a daily basis. I've been your host, Case Hammond. Until we meet tomorrow for another edition of Money Radio, the message from Leadership Podcast is... COVID-19 is real. Stay safe and stay blessed. Have a nice day.
This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.